Fertility is a sensitive topic, and the relationship a patient has with her medical team during her fertility journey can make such a big difference in her experience. In this episode, we'll talk about the role of a fertility nurse, how to work with your IVF nurse on your treatment journey, and what to expect from this important relationship. Joining us today to talk about her role and responsibilities is Allie Chisholm, a clinical nurse, IVF nurse, and clinical research nurse at Fertility Centers of Illinois, with locations throughout the Chicago area. This is the Time to Talk Fertility Podcast. I'm your host, Deborah Howell. So, Allie, tell us about your personal journey to fertility care. How long have you been a fertility nurse? I have been at Fertility Centers of Illinois for three years. I got here actually by going through the fertility process myself. My husband and I could not have kids the at-home traditional way, and so we actually ended up having a very close and important relationship with our fertility nurse. And at the time, that just really sparked me an interest in in helping others the way that our nurse helped us. And for those of us that don't know, what exactly is a fertility nurse? So a fertility nurse is the point of contact and person who will help you get through your entire fertility journey. Depending on the type of treatment, obviously changes per person, but we do help facilitate and support you throughout that entire process. And as one who's been there, what a difference it makes to have a good fertility nurse. Let me tell you, what kinds of responsibilities do you have? So we really have a wide range from welcoming you when you first come into your appointment, making sure that we get you through the process to get all your testing completed so that the physician has a good picture and overview of your health and if you are working with a partner, their health as well so that we can determine how to best proceed going forward. So we walk you through that process, and then once you're in the treatment cycle, we're there as well, every step of the way, answering questions, helping with medications. We do consults after the physician to answer questions you might have as well, and do medication teaches. In the clinic itself, we are actually part of the procedures as well. We have nurses that are specifically in our IVF surgery center. I don't physically go into the surgery center myself, but I do perform IUI processes here in the clinic. We do blood draws as well. And then our specific clinic has the ultrasonographers that do our ultrasound, so it won't be done by your nurse, which is different from some other places. And how do you work with your patients? So we are split up as a nursing team. We actually will be supporting each of our physicians. So you'll actually have multiple nurses working with you in your group with your physician. And so we work electronically and over the phone and in person. These days especially, we're doing a lot more online, but we have a great way to communicate so that you can ask us any kind of questions and then we're available when we're needed. And I'm just curious, how many patients are you usually working with at one time? Really depends on the day, but we have about 75 to 100 that we're probably talking to on a daily basis, but that is split across the group, and that's for one physician. Wow, incredible. Now, when it comes to communication, I know that talking to your nurse is a big part of the treatment journey. It was a big part of mine. How often do you speak with your patients? So in the very beginning, when you're first getting started, we'll touch base with you probably a couple times a week. As you get into the treatment cycle, we're talking pretty much daily, multiple times a day. Got it. Now, when patients have questions, do they speak with you or a doctor usually? So usually those questions come through to us first. So as the nursing staff, there's a lot of questions we can answer. Anything, though, that we can't answer, we will then refer to the physician and often just help you set up a consultation with them so that those great questions can be answered all at one time and that we don't have anything unanswered as you go into your treatment. 
sure, because you want to just be sure of what's going on and, you know, what you're supposed to do and do it all right. Now, I know that you also have a big role with injectable medications. Are most patients scared of shots when you first talk to them? It is definitely a wide range of responses that we get from needing to do injectable medications, as I'm sure you can imagine. We have lots of different levels of comfort with that from some people who as their day job, get to administer medications, they are much more comfortable with it to people who have a very big fear of needles. We will walk through and meet you where you are to help you get comfortable with them. We have online videos as well that can help show someone else going through the actual entire process from start to finish. And then there are times where we will also bring you into the office to meet with you to talk through exactly how to do it because these are in our fertility cycle, these medications are administered at home. My dad was a physician, and he drew a little map on my backside and with little quadrants. said, Monday here, Tuesday here, and you got to learn how to do this. And you got to say to yourself, I'm the bravest person I know, and then just do it. And so I did. <laughs> Absolutely. Now, how do you work with patients on learning how to administer shots, and what should they expect? So that is where we can bring, it depends, like I said, on your level of need and comfort with the process. We do the video learning. We will also do hands-on learning here in the clinic, helping you figure out how you should give the shots, where you should give them. And so really you can just expect that your teaching process is going to depend greatly on how you best learn, but also on how much education and support you need during that process. Which brings me to my next question. Do you provide emotional support to patients on their journey as well as the specifics on how to do everything? Absolutely. So on the fertility journey, there is definitely a big capacity needed for emotional support. We are there for our patients in whatever way really they need us to be. We have resources that we can provide if they want support in a different capacity outside of the clinic, but we're also there to talk through the process of the fertility cycle and whatever emotions that may come up from that process. We get the good and the bad. We are definitely there with you during the hard times, honestly feeling a lot of that as well because we are super excited to help people succeed. And so it doesn't always go to plan, and we are there during that as well. But we also get those upsides of being able to celebrate with you when we do get some good news. Exactly. Now, are there any tips or advice maybe you have that you can offer to patients on how to make the most of their relationship with their nurse? Absolutely. I think communication is really the best thing to start with, letting your nurse know how you like to communicate and what works best for you. I have some patients that absolutely love it in writing and really don't want to get a phone call as it just, depending on their schedule, they may not have time for that. So some just love it in writing and they communicate that to me so I know how best to provide for them. So letting your nurse know what works for you, what you're looking for, we walk a fine line, of course, not wanting to overstep into your personal life and get too involved in helping out with what you need, but we want you to know that we're here for whatever you might need on that journey. And once patients receive that big fat positive, what comes next? Yeah, so that is one of our favorite parts when that is 
the big result we were looking for, we want to follow that HCG level. So a big fat positive means that you've gotten the positive HCG, which is an HCG above five. At that time, we want to monitor it to make sure that the pregnancy is continuing as we would want it to and developing and that embryo is growing. So you can expect to have multiple blood tests a few days apart to help confirm that everything looks great. And then after that, you go to your ultrasound, which is super exciting when you get to see on the screen that little embryo that is trying it so hard and doing so well. And at about the second one, you get to hear a heartbeat and see a heartbeat. And then depending on your physician, you may have two scans, you may have three or four. It really just depends on an individual basis. And then that's what we call when you graduate to your OBGYN is after those scans. When you're about eight weeks in pregnancy or so, we will transfer care over to your OBGYN. And we like to call it graduating because no one really sees them in a fertility clinic. Nobody wants to be here in all reality. And so we get very excited when we can pass you back to your OBGYN for just enjoying the pregnancy side of things. Yeah, what an awesome milestone that is. All right. Now, without naming any names, can you tell us about some of the experiences with patients who've maybe stood out to you over the years? There are a lot. In three years, you can imagine having a ton of experiences just with different people from all over the place. I think my favorite experience was with a patient recently who we have been through so many ups and downs and pregnancies that were we'd get that big fat positive and then lose the pregnancy a week or so later. And after about three times, we had the result that was positive. We got into the ultrasound. It looked great. And she actually has moved on and graduated to her OBGYN. And I'm actually getting a little choked up now just thinking about it because we get so excited for them and just really love celebrating that with them. So it was such an exciting time to be able to actually tell her she graduated because she's been waiting for that for a very long time. Oh, fantastic. And you've seen patients through the thick and the thin of each day and each triumph and each heartbreak. Can you share some words of hope with our listeners? Absolutely. It is so vital that you take care of yourself during this time and really just rely on those people in your lives who are there for you, but keep the positive ones. But this time, we don't need our own self-doubt and negativity coming in. So definitely just stick with it. It is not an easy journey. None of us, myself included, ever dreamed we would be here. If you had told me that when I was much younger, I would have laughed at you. Um, So it's definitely very difficult. But strangely enough, there are so many that actually need fertility assistance. It is not uncommon at all. So just to know that you are not alone. As your nursing team, we are here for you. We want to help you, as I mentioned before, in any capacity that you need us. So just definitely let us know, communicate with us what you need and how we can support you best. But definitely just stick with it because those success stories do happen more often than not. And so they they will be coming for you as well. You're our better angels along the way. And we thank you so much, Allison, for being with us today and for letting us know about the services you and the staff at FCI provide for patients and couples who are trying to conceive. That was Allie Chisholm, an IVF nurse at the Fertility Centers of Illinois. Find out more about the services FCI provides for patients by calling 877-324-4483 or head over to fcionline.com to schedule a telemedicine appointment with one of our wonderful physicians. And if you enjoyed this podcast, you can find more like it in our podcast library. And be sure to give us a like and a follow if you do. 
This has been the Time to Talk Fertility Podcast. I'm your host, Deborah Howell. Have yourself a terrific day.